Hello, and welcome to the Power Your Advice podcast, brought to you by Advisorpedia. In this series, we interview innovators from across the financial services industry to help you understand who they are, what they do, and why that matters to you and your clients. Hi, it's Steve Gresham. Welcome to the podcast. We're here talking with a special guest, Phyllis Gresham, my mother, who is bit of an expert on the family conversation, and we're talking today about the moments that matter. So first, Mom, welcome. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. My pleasure. So so why don't we start uh, with the one that I think you are an expert on, which is adults who want to age in place. Exactly. What would you like me to tell you about it? So when you started thinking about that, you and I talked about it a few years ago, and I said, are you okay in your house? Maybe tell a little bit about why you felt okay with that, and then... Oh, that's very easy to do, because I I did think that by planning ahead, we could stay in our home, uh, having given the fact that we had all kinds of pieces in in place to take care of everything from the, as we, I was unable to do the yard work, people to do the yard work, people to clean the house, people to take care of the roof, carpenter to take care of any incidental issues that happened in the house. Uh, I really thought uh, that it was pretty well all covered. And you, for the most part, financially, you have always been thrifty. And even mm-hmm. though you had been there uh, living in Sanibel since 2004, uh, you know, up until a few months ago, uh, you had annuities that were covering your income from yes. the various uh, mm-hmm. universities that uh, that dad worked for, plus his New York State pension. We worked for New York State, mm-hmm. State University of New York. So you had actually, from a financial perspective, you had manageable expenses and you had more than sufficient income from those annuities. So financially, you were in good shape. Yes. And I think that I had enough practice with that to see that it actually was working. Right. So every month, you know, the, as we talked about, as long as there was more money in your right. checking account at exactly. the end of the month than there was at the beginning of the right. month, then there really wasn't anything to be worried about. Correct. But that's not uh, that's not the way things worked out when you roll into September 28th of last year. Correct. Hurricane Ian comes sliding across the Gulf of Mexico and pounds, pounds Sanibel. Correct. With a lot of mini tornadoes. And so now you are facing, first of all, first, you had to evacuate. I did. Mm-hmm. Not everybody on Sanibel Island evacuated. No, there were a thousand people who stayed, and much without exception, unfortunately. And so an awful lot of those people were quite old. They were, and they thought that it would work. And so when you think about aging in place, and the comfort of being in your own home, that's a familiarity. And they maybe took it to an extreme, right? That they would feel they would rather be. In there. I mean, what- Well, actually, I think that they probably didn't think that it was a hurricane, that it was going to be a hurricane unlike any that had happened there 
for probably a hundred years. Right, right. So why not tough it out? Exactly. So, so you evacuated. You were able to get to higher ground, and then, then from there, it's, it just wasn't the plan. It, it wasn't because, unlike other hurricanes, we weren't able to return. There was no going back there for pretty much three weeks. Um, access was impossible except by boat. It was hot. There was no air conditioning. There was no plumbing, no sewer, no nothing, no water. Um, and people were actually unable, most people, unless you were young and healthy and could ride a bicycle for miles, you couldn't get any place near your property. Right, right. So not so you got out. And you have a share in a continuous care retirement facility off the island, which is which was thing. extremely fortunate. <laughs> but that was something that was a decision you made in 2015. So you were seven years ahead. Yes. And I certainly didn't come make that decision lightly because it never occurred to me uh, in my more um, perhaps uh frivolous moments that this would be something that needed to be done. Well, if I recall, the uh, conversation in 2015 was not, um, that wasn't an easy one. <clears throat> and I think that the thing that actually convinced me was a video that you had me watch of your conversation with a couple uh, relating to anything that might have been a health issue that might affect them? Um, how are they going to do cope with different problems that could certainly arise? I, I don't think anybody likes to think about the problems that might happen uh, because it's easier not to. Uh, but after I'd seen that video, I was impressed and I had to sit down and and rethink it. And as it turned out, uh, the uh, one of the concepts that we we talk about when people say they want to age in place, you know, there's safety, right, and having your own confidence, right. And you've talked to me a little bit about how, especially in the kind of the off season when most of the neighbors are away, correct. No street lights. It's right. a little can be a little scary. It, it can be, and I think that. You know, I, I had a security system, um, but it, I think that people are all of a sudden, there's a, comes a point when you feel much more vulnerable. And I can't put my finger on any one aspect of that, but it definitely happens. And so do you talk, have you talked about that with friends of yours? Yes, I have. And some people say, oh, no. Um, people never lock their doors on Santa Fe. Well, quite frankly, there is a lot more crime than what's reported. Okay. So, well, we're not going to take on the Chamber of Commerce. No, we're not. Right no, we're not. <laughs> so let's not advocate for that. No. But, but I think maybe, you know, especially for the advisors that uh, that we talk to, a lot of them say that they're reticent to bring up some of these topics because the clients don't bring them up. Well, I think it's important, very important for people who may not have ever really had it put to them 
how do you, are, are you really safe? What if you fall? I mean, what if you do something very, um, an ordinary activity, but it doesn't actually work out the way you would expect it to or the way you would hope it to? Uh, people have accidents at home all the time. It's one thing if you're young and you have are able to manage it. Um, I think the elderly are much more vulnerable yeah. in a lot of ways. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so maybe if uh, we think about this aging in place, if you're an, if what kind of advice would you give to an advisor who wants to bring up the topic? You know, the aspect of do you feel safe is one. Is there? I think that what kinds of things have you thought about in your plan to um, stay in your home? Is this really a viable kind of thing to do? And I would, and and have you listed them? Do you have contact numbers? Do you have uh, people in place that can come and? Um, do the things that you need to do, have done? Uh, do you think that, what makes you think that you're going to be safe? Right. Yeah, there's one of the things that, that we see, even with with people that you and I both know uh, in Sanibel and actually up here uh, in Connecticut uh, that we've known, they have a tendency to continue on doing things that just because they've always done them. And at a certain level, at a certain point, <laughs> you know, not such a great idea. Yeah. Well, I do see there are a lot of men, for example, who become, oh, they're just a little unbalanced, or they just, um, it is a little harder to walk. Stairs are difficult. But what they don't do, and I'm not sure why, I can only think of vanity, they don't wish to use a cane or a walker, those things that would certainly help them uh, keep that balance. And I think that for a lot of people, they like to ignore it. I'm not really, I'm older, but I'm not really, I'm not that old. I don't want to be that old, I think, at the bottom of it all. Right, right. I'm not that old, so it's not a big deal for me to slap that ladder up against the exactly. house and clean out the gutters. Exactly. Yeah, that's not so smart, right? Oh, bro. So. Well, I think that a lot of people need to think about these things at all kinds of ages, but uh, particularly the elderly. I mean, you certainly just don't want to run around doing things like that. And right. if you look at the percentage of accidents of in the uh, people over 50, 60, they definitely they increase um, exponentially. So let me just shift here for a second to one of the uh, bigger concepts that you're fitting inside of in the moments that matter, which is that people's retirement is not does not begin and stay the same. Exactly. Yes. So talk about that for a second. Well, I think there's probably different degrees of it because of the fact, uh, depending on awful lot, on phys people's physical and mental abilities. Sure. Right. right. So you have that sort of early stage, which yes. in the industry, we call that go-go, which right. is more like, hey, a vacation just started. Right. Yeah. And then this and slow then, go. And then, boom. Right. Talk about that. 
Uh, you want to know more about the boom or the? Well, yes. How, how does that moment arrive? Where all? Well, I had a friend. She wasn't well, uh, totally, but she chose to ignore that. She lived in a in the summer in a cottage without any amenities up in the Maine woods. And she comes back, and then she's out. She decides quite. She did decide that she could ride a tricycle. So she's out on her tricycle, and boom, she has a stroke. Well, Fortunately, she's riding with someone, but it, and it is a tricycle. She does, however, fall off. and But fortunately, she wasn't doing it by herself. And so her friend was able to muster the necessary um, aid. And now... She is way at the other end of the spectrum. Right, right. And what's her headset like? Is it what what changed her in that uh, scenario? Did she do anything any different to accommodate it? Well, yeah, she's in a, an assisted living, having just gotten out of a of a long term care um, medical facility, and she doesn't have the use of one side. She is probably never really going to regain her sight, which is very difficult for her. Sure. She has, however, retained, I would say, at least 99% of her mental capacity. Interesting. But and so now she's physically disabled. She's physically disabled. She can't see. She can see shapes. She still has an idea that she might go back to her home. In Maine. No, not in me. I think she's, I think she can understand that that's not an option for her. But I think she thinks that perhaps she could go back to her place on Sanibel. And she doesn't, she has some family, which of course is a huge part of all of these scenarios for people who don't have anyone to discuss it with and who may have been, and I do know someone who just recently lost their husband. She's she's probably still in her 70s, but she never did anything on her own, as far as I can tell. And all of the decisions, including what she watched on television, it seems, uh, were made by her husband. She's totally in, ill-prepared to use any technology like her computer, okay, her television to a certain extent, and yes. So tell tell that story because you told me that the other day. It's sort of interesting. <laughs> well, She's become acquainted with this whole new capability of, yes, on the, the TV, which the is point, which involves on her remote. Uh, did I know that there was a guide on there? That you could push that, and it would give you open up a lot of options. The guide button, on yeah, the, the guide button on the yes. remote, like the yes. one here in my office. Yeah. But she was most interested in my looking at the list of old videos, like Leave It to Beaver and Bonanza, and I, I don't even remember. There must have been fifteen of them. And did I wasn't I excited that this existed that I could watch these. And she, but I'm, I'm interested. But that, she was totally serious about it. Well, and, and uh, it's sort of interesting that, that 
she did what? She wrote them all down. She did write them all down. Even though she has that. She does. Guide. Yeah. That, yeah that's yep. interesting. So that's adjusting. That's adjusting to being able to that's stay. That's a major adjustment. So for just for the end of this particular segment, maybe uh, what are what's your advice for people who are in their home, kind of would like to stay there, but not so sure? I think I think the first thing is for for them to be able to tell you how how they prepared to do this. What if you slipped in your kitchen or you fell in the shower? Do I mean all those things that make the shower safe or the kitchen safe or the stairs, you know, the railings, the chairlift, the whatever. Um, how about implementing some of those? I mean, how are you going to do this? Right. And then you've talked a lot about something that was uh, enabled you to, to stay there as long as you did. You'd actually still be able to stay there if, you know. Except that it was getting very difficult for me to get out of the pool. You can always go down and into something, but hauling yourself out is an entirely different scenario. Right. And if you had taken a header coming back out of there, that's, you know. That would have been it. so advisors should not hesitate to ask these questions i I think that's a really those are really good questions you i mean yes if somebody says that but then rather than say well that was a really dumb idea you don't want to do that ask them how they've actually planned for this so one plan one piece of planning moves on to other planning Right, right. And and I think that that's, you know, it's just one step. Awesome. Okay. Well, mom, this is terrific. We're <laughs> going to do a couple more of these things. So, but I want to thank everybody for listening. So this is my mom, Phyllis Gresham, and we've been talking about aging in place. Thank you. Goodbye, everyone. This has been a special guest edition of the Power Your Advice podcast. Please visit us at advisorpedia.com and follow us for timely updates on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook with the handle at Advisorpedia. For everyone at Advisorpedia, our producer, Julia Smolin, and the Power Your Advice podcast team, we thank you for listening.